My name is Jeremy Devins, and this is the Quiet Mind Astrology Podcast. I've been studying astrology pretty much my whole life and Vedic astrology in depth since 2011. I find it to be incredibly helpful, one of the most valuable skills to understand myself, to understand others. And in this podcast, I'll share what I've learned, how to interpret charts, and how you can go from understanding your chart to improving your health, your relationships, your career. All aspects of your life are covered and acknowledged and addressed through Vedic astrology. I'll also show you meditations and yoga practices and things that you can do to support the most positive expression of these qualities in your life and avoid and work around the challenges and possible negative expressions of these planetary energies. If you like this podcast, you can support it by becoming a monthly supporter at as low as 99 cents a month up to 9.99 a month. Click the link in the episode description to do that or visit quietmind.yoga slash astrology where you can learn more about Vedic astrology and download the free workbook, The Essential Astrology Keywords to Quickly Read a Birth Chart. So you'll want that so you can look at your own rising sign, sun sign, and moon sign and see how that would play out in different signs and what signs you have and understand how to read charts for other people. Again, you can get that at quietmind.yoga slash astrology or check out the show notes. All right, thank you for listening and enjoy today's podcast. More than any other planet, Venus really represents your heart. So if you want to understand what you love, what you really care about, and where you really want to give to others, you want to look at where your Venus is placed. So this is general for everybody for understanding Venus is, you know, if you want to give to others, you've got to have something to give to begin with. You can't just keep giving and giving and be empty. Uh, and that's where Venus, I see a lot of people with strong Venus in their charts, they struggle with uh, should I take care of their needs or my needs? And there's always this trying to find a balance of what do they need? What do I need? How can I give? And is not so much concerned with actually what can I get? It's usually just what can I give? What can I give until I'm burned out and overwhelmed and I feel indecisive because I keep considering everyone else's needs. So you want to make sure that you're taking care of your own needs. You're filling your own cup up first. You have something to give to others because Venus really wants to give. It wants to love. It cares so much. It gets so passionate, but it can lose sight of itself in service of others. You want to make sure you're also taking care of your own needs and filling yourself up so you have something to give. So Venus is really about learning to be adaptive to others, learning how to consider others' needs and consider what is needed for the whole and what's going to create the most harmony and balance all together. And it's not so much concerned with just what can I get, uh, but it often can be a little overly concerned with what can I give, but that's where we find that balance and learn to develop that balance in ourselves of meeting my own needs and meeting the needs of others and giving and receiving. It's what Venus really teaches us. Teaches us how to create harmony, how to find union or yoga, this is balance. And again, to create that, you need two things. You can't just have one complete whole thing and one incomplete thing. And you can't treat others as incomplete, needing you, right? You're equals. So you're finding that equilibrium, that balance, that connection of two things that are similar but maybe different, like yin and yang, like I talk about a lot. We're always working with these qualities of ha and ta, like hatha yoga, 
or sun and moon or yin and yang of balancing these polarities. And that's what creates a lot of the energy and electricity in life, just like any sort of electrical wiring. There's always a positive and negative polarity in, in every battery and and the wiring in our houses and our electricity requires that positive and negative polarity and Venus is really teaching us about how to create that harmony and that balance of equals and opposites. It's about pleasure. So if you want to enhance the pleasure in your life and the sensual pleasure, like the food you eat, the senses, the smells, the sights, the sounds, the touch, all these things are associated with Venus. So if you feel like there's a lack of pleasure in your life, you want to enhance Venus. You can, you can enhance it just by getting a little mister with like a little spray uh, with a scent that you like or essential oil diffuser. And this is all going to enhance this, this quality of Venus and maybe even open your heart more and have your heart feel more fulfilled and, and alive and expressed because you're bringing out these sensual qualities that Venus loves. Uh, Venus is also associated with money. Money is... Uh, sort of an exchange of currency and you think of like a current that's continuing to move and has a fluidity and a smoothness to it that's what money actually is it's a currency that allows us to uh, trade our time and our uh, services for for money and then we exchange that and it just keeps things cycling and moving and it's basically energy in energy out and it's not meant to be stagnant or, or held or, or uh, gripped onto. It's meant to allow things to keep flowing. And with our generosity of money, we can keep things flowing and moving and create a harmony and balance to things in our lives and not let things get imbalanced where maybe we're greedy or holding on to things too much or uh, just letting everything be wasted and spent and losing it all. But we want to find that harmony and balance with our finances as well where things are in a current. Of course, relationships, as I mentioned, is really, if you want to understand your relationships, you want to look at where Venus is, and that's going to tell you so much about your relationships. And really the lesson, as always, with Venus is finding that balance and harmony of your needs and their needs, and what feels most in alignment and most harmonious for you. And you're going to feel that in your heart and know in your heart this relationship feels harmonious or it doesn't. And the heart doesn't lie. Like we can't, uh, we can't outthink it. It's if we feel our heart is not in alignment in a relationship, then something needs to be addressed, and uh, the heart will keep speaking to us until we listen to it. So, in relationship, it teaches us to follow our heart, to listen to what feels most nourishing and alive in our hearts, and then that allows us, that gives us an infinite amount of energy to express and create that currency of love and expression and creation and communication in relationships. Uh, anything to do with sensuality, uh, sexuality is Venus. So if any of these areas feel afflicted in any way in your life, just little things, thinking about senses of having uh, senses that you love, smells that you love, touch it, fabrics that you love. Anything that you love. The Marie Kondo is a great example of a positive expression of this. Uh, if it sparks joy, keep it. If, another way you could say it is if, if you feel you love it, then keep it in your house. And if you find something you love, add it to your house or add it to your life. And, you know, only have things that you love. And if you don't love it, let it go. Or if you need to address something or work through something, go into it. If you feel like that love is changed or lost, that's a, a just... T telling you where to look to find balance, to find harmony again, to look at that area, to, uh, to address it. Vanity is an issue here that could come up of feeling 
in love with yourself. Uh, it's, it's, it, I've seen it with some uh, Libras. I think it's, it tends to be more the opposite where you're too concerned with other people and finding the balance there. But it can swing the other way of being self-absorbed and, and too concerned with how people see you. And uh, on inside, this is more on the inside. I think for a lot of uh, strong Libra people, there's, there's this internal vanity of wanting to look good, wanting to make sure that others are pleased with you and uh, that you've done a good job and that you're you're you know you're being harmonious, you're being caring, you're being considerate. Uh, but it can be a little too much. It can be a little put on at times. So just be yourself you know if the venus if there's any area of your life where you feel like you're trying you're becoming vain or you're becoming put on to trying to impress somebody or trying to look good just be yourself and you know it, all that really matters is what you feel in your heart and if you feel like you're in alignment in your heart you're good and if people judge you or criticize you that's their own stuff right so follow what feels right in your heart and, and don't worry about how it looks or trying to look good um, because you can't control what other people think or what or their interpretation of things uh, Self-indulgence can come up here, and uh, it's a way, it's like an overindulgence in pleasure, right? And it's we're hardwired for it as humans. And reading the book Sapiens is very interesting how this idea of gorging is just so hardwired in us. Like if we found a pint of Ben and Jerry's in the jungle a thousand years ago, you better believe we'd gorge on that and eat the whole thing right away. But then we put it in our freezer now, and we don't we're not looking to it it's like it's not going to sustain us it's not like required we have plenty of food in in a modern western life now uh, we don't require to gorge on a bunch of fat and sugar but are hardwired we're still hardwired to do it so that's where if the sensual pleasure is not coming out in some other way in your life if you're not taking care of the harmony in your relationships the flow of currency in your finances uh and enjoying the senses of your life and in your your home and your car and your work and your spaces making sure that you're enjoying great art and beauty and music and great sensual pleasures then it might come out in you know you're sort of depriving yourself and then you indulge in like just binging on netflix and eating ice cream and that's okay. It happens. We all have these cycles. That's, you know, I've talked about that with the moon is there's just cycles of emotions. That's okay. But, uh, if that's becoming a problem, then that's where you can look at, okay, well, this Venus energy is going to express itself one way or another. And one way I can express it is improving the sensual expressions in my life and having, uh, sensual pleasures and enjoying great music and great art and having a beautiful home and great interior design or, or even just little things like just making sure, you know, the, you like the way your hair looks today or you like the shirt you're wearing. Just simple little things to feel like you're bringing in these qualities so they don't uh, feel like you're depriving yourself of them and then they over you overindulge and then they come in like 10 times stronger and you, you know, indulge in ice cream and Netflix. Uh, you can become emotionally demanding, right? So it's this swing, it's this, you know, you're trying to find a balance and you give too much you become out of balance. So what can you do to get back in balance? You become righteous and demanding and you, you overtake the other person. And then now you've got the scale swinging the other way, but that's not quite balanced. That's actually not balanced. There's this sort of extremes and that could happen uh, depending on a lot of other factors. We just want to watch for that. And again, if you're just steadily maintaining harmony and balance, filling your own cup so you can fill others, that extreme uh, sort of ups and downs is not as likely. And again, all these other issues like the indecision, 
I'm not sure, should I do this or that? Should I listen to this person or that person? You, you've got this place inside yourself you can come back to, so you don't need to doubt or question. This is where I always come back to. Meditation is so essential, and it's clearing the mind and quieting the mind so that all this chatter, these doubts, these thoughts, these conditions and programming and fears and beliefs from society and whatever upbringing is not dominant. You can observe it, you can witness it, you can notice it, you can notice, okay, I'm overthinking this, I'm indecisive here, I, I want to indulge in that. What can I do to positively express these energies? So what can I do to fill my own cup so I have something to give? What can I do to improve the sensual pleasures in my life so that I feel like I don't need to indulge, so I feel like I'm always getting you know, a little bit of this pleasure and enjoyment in everything I do? So that's my overall view of the planet Venus and your Venus sign in your chart and how that might affect you. If you want to learn more about your chart, check out quietmind.yoga/astrology, where you can see where to get your chart and a free worksheet so that you can start to interpret your own chart and where the different planets are with the different signs. That's at quietmind.yoga/astrology. Lastly, if you want to support this channel, you can check out anchor.fm slash astrology, where you can become a monthly supporter for as low as 99 cents a month. All right. Thanks for listening and have a great day.